Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, and welcome to episode 115 of Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer, and I'm here with Tracy Lynn, and she was a physiotherapist at Mount Sinai Rehab in New York City. She works with Corey Lewis, who I had on a few weeks ago, but uh, she will actually talk about craniosacral therapy, which I will learn a lot more about then, too. But first, I want to pause for a word of my sponsor, Hedge Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Headcheck Health. Headcheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To our organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on Headshake Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadshakeHealth.com for more. And also, I'd like to just remind everybody that my new Fangled website, newly designed website, is up. Thanks to John Darrow from Perfect Day and Pod Pages. So please visit me at www.concussiontalk.com. Follow me on social media at Concussion Talk, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and and Patreon, good Concussion Talk, patreon.com slash Concussion Talk. And what else? And to subscribe, rate, and view on my podcast. Wherever you can tell me, I'm at concussiontalk.com. So, one stop shop, perfect. All right. So, now we'll start with talking to Tracy. Thank you, Tracy, for running through all that. And uh, so, for, I know Tracy and I talked briefly last week, and I know she's from she's from England and moved to New Jersey, and she does a whole spiel about that. So, I'll let her, Tracy, introduce yourself and then she can talk about why, why did you come to, or why were they working in New York City and, and why did you move to New York? Mm. Well, thank you, Nick, for having me here. Uh, yeah, I was born and bred in um, England, in Kent, actually. And I tell a joke how um, I moved from Kent, which is the Garden of England, to the Garden State because I moved to New Jersey. And so I moved here um, when I was in high school. So I've been here quite some time now. So this is like my... <laughs> we won't go to that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And then you 
you took up uh, your plan took up you started you did out the university in physio and uh, you started working at Mount Sinai rehab and what do you do what do you what do you do what is your interest in in uh, well, physio and then also how did you get involved with Mount Sinai rehab yeah so i when i graduated northeastern i actually in 1992 i actually worked at kessler institute for rehab in new jersey I started there working with um, with in, in the inpatient unit with spinal cord, um, amputees, um, stroke patients, and brain injury. Yeah, I and was then, actually inpatient in inpatient They have been in St. John's, so not, not nowhere near New Jersey. Well, not yeah. nowhere near. Same coast. Yeah. No. You've seen, you've seen the yeah, and then I moved to New York. And I, that's how I came to, from Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. So I've been at Mount Sinai now um, since 1998. So I work at the outpatient department there um, as an advanced You work patient. with Corey? Yes, I work with Corey. Yes. How many, did physios, your- how many physios are you, are you there at the outpatient clinic? How many physios? Um... I want to say around 12 to 14 because some are full-time and some are part-time. I don't, I don't actually see some of the part-time just because I, I am a part-timer. So I work Monday, Wednesdays. So I don't really get to see a lot of the other, you know, others. So there's quite, it's quite a big department. We're OTs and PTs together. Nice. And you, and you started, uh, when did you start realizing that maybe there's something else that could help your brain, your stroke, concussion patients more than simply your, you're not simply, but you're just your physio. There was something, maybe there was something interesting there. But my, what, my cranial sacral therapy? Yeah. What yeah, I did? Kind of trying yeah. to do so actually- there, like slide in there. <laughs> Under the radar. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, um, so I've been doing, um, practicing cranial sacral therapy since 2015. And so I came upon it because um, I'm certified at, um, in McKenzie, which is the, um, right. in the approach of the, you know, the mechanical therapy with the spine. And so I actually. What is, what, sorry, so what is, what is, the, what is the McKenzie approach? So it's really just a, a way to evaluate spinal problems, okay. you know, so cancer approach. So it's very systematically, you know, you know, back pain, neck pain, thoracic pain, and now they do the extremities. So okay. it's a way to kind of evaluate and treat. So okay. I got my certification there. Okay. And um, so I was um, specializing in the spine when I got hired at Mount Sinai. Yeah. And so um and over the years, I, I realized and I was seeing a lot of patients that would have L5-S1 issues. And, you know, and through the McKenzie approach, it was actually very successful. But yet they were still having some, a little bit of pain, like something that was just nagging them. They would get injections from the doctors and it still wouldn't be enough to take it away. So, and that got me thinking after a while like what else could I do? So I, that's when I 
came upon Upledge's um, craniosacral therapy and I took CS1 and I loved it because it's out of the, it's, it's really completely different from what I have um, taken before as a physical therapist. And um, it really is a whole body approach and, you know, you can work with, so, so, cause I thought, oh, sacrum, right. You're working yeah. with the sacrum, maybe some influence with your low back. But really, it has influences a whole like all different systems in your body. So maybe maybe you just explain to everybody what the Upledger Institute is and what this yeah approach yeah is. yeah of course yeah and what is craniosacral therapy yeah you know um so I mean I have my training through the Upledger Institute um but I know that there's different types of craniosacral therapies there's biodynamic craniosacral um, bio Biodynamics craniosacral therapy um, is just um, a different approach, slightly different. Um, so I'll talk about my training as upledger trained. Yeah. Um, but what craniosacral therapy is, um, it's really a gentle hands-on method of evaluating and enhancing the functioning of the craniosacral system. Um, and that's a physiological body system in our bodies. So what is the craniosacral system? That's what I was so, question, yeah. Yeah, and so it consists, so it consists of um, the membranes and the craniosacral fluid that surrounds and protects the brain and the spinal cord. Oh, and so as... Cerebrospinal fluid. Yes, that's correct, yeah. And so as a practitioner... I would be helping to release restrictions within the craniosacral system. And so that will help optimize its function. So, um, so since, you know, then what is the function of the craniosacral system, right? It's the question leads. So, so Upledger describes the craniosacral system as a semi-closed hydraulic system. So what that means is that if you think about, and I'll, I'll be very brief because there's a lot of um, intricate details, but in a, nutshell, <laughs> in a nutshell, yeah. so in a nutshell is, um, is like, so you have these three, you have three membranes surrounding the brain, right? You have your pia mater, arachnoid, and the dura. And so within the layers of the arachnoid and dura, there's the cerebral spinal fluid, and it kind of comes around the brain and it kind of exits the, the skull and it goes around the spinal cord and it, and it acts like a system, hydraulic system. Oh, yeah. And so what happens is that um, it also helps to, it actually, there's, a, there's an emptying and a filling of the craniosacral fluid, um, cerebrospinal fluid. So it empties out waste and then it brings on nutrients. So it empties waste brings in nutrients so what happens is there's a, a type kind of, of like filling. Kind of pipes in your house you mean? sorry kind of like the pipes in your house as they bring in the water and they get rid of the waste but obviously they're not they're not dissolved ones kind of, yeah, but in, and it's semi-closed so it's kind yeah. of like continuous and so what happens is that um so this emptying and filling movement um, and it's a rhythm. So that's, that creates this craniosacral rhythm. Okay. And that's where I can, as a practitioner, can feel the rhythm anywhere in the body. Oh, yeah. So then I'm, 
And then I'm evaluating four things. I'm, I'm evaluating um, the symmetry, the quality, the amplitude, and the rate of the rhythm. So what does that tell you? So that tells me this. So if I'm, for example, I could be at someone's feet yeah. and I could be assessing their rhythm. And if I feel like, and when I'm at any extremities, right, the arms or legs, what the, what the rhythm feels like to me is kind of an external rotation and an internal rotation. It's kind of like this opening and then kind of narrowing. Okay. And so that's what it feels like in my hands, but it's very, very small and very subtle. Yeah. And if I feel like there's an asymmetry, say the right or left, I'm just noting it. I'm noting there's something, some restriction going on, um, maybe th somewhere on the lower extremities part, because it's kind of a fascial matrix too, right? Okay. Um, so then I may go to another, they have listening stations. I may go to the pelvis and then feel that. I feel for the symmetry, quality, amplitude rate. So the amplitude could be very small, meaning um, there could be a widening here on this side, but maybe not so wide on the other side, right? And, and the rate could be quick. So the rate is usually like six seconds back and forth so it's like a 12 second cycle okay. so that's the regular rate but then the rhythm can be quite quick it can be very super slow and so we we're we're kind of assessing throughout the body where there is restrictions and that's how we we actually evaluate and then once we kind of release some tissue tension or during treatment then we go ahead and reassess the rhythm so we're always, we're always allowing and listening to the rhythm. Okay, so so like, so if uh, if the rhythm is speed is sped is speed up in one part of the, of the pelvis or the feet or whatever, yeah, does that does that mean there's tightening on that side? If you say if you feel the rhythm is increased on the right side, that means there's a problem with the right yeah. side. Okay, possibly, yeah, possibly, and that's why we so we could. And there's another there's another evaluative tool that we use called arcing, and that's kind of a little bit more that's like CS two. You know, there's a lot of different ways to evaluate. So when we so if for example there's a decreased rhythm on the right, and then we I find that oh then but there's also decreased amplitude on the left upper thorax. Do you know what I mean? So I have to decide which one's more primary. I am. What, Which what is one? Am I going to mean if the amplitude is increased as opposed to? So, like if, um, so you know, if I'm working, if I'm listening and feeling for asymmetry, it could be yeah. asymmetric in terms of its um, amplitude, the pressure, basically. Amplitude, yeah, and in terms of his on the the movement, yeah, that yeah. it's widening. Um, what does that? What does it mean? It's just an asymmetry, yeah. Okay. We don't, so, okay. yeah. So I don't know and I don't, so I don't diagnose. I'm just feeling for what the body is telling me. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, so the key thing with cranial work is that we don't treat, per se, diagnoses. We treat right. symptoms. Yeah. Okay. 
So, um, so, you know, someone, you know, because like, for example, concussion, you can have different symptoms and you have a concussion. I can treat concussion, but I'm really treating the symptoms of the concussion. Right. You know, so, so like someone could have headaches, they could have dizziness or, you know, they've got anxiety, but also those are also symptoms of someone who maybe had a car accident, you know, right. or fall or something. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really fascinating because, and I tell my patients every time I see them is that your body would present differently each time I see you. So just because I'm feeling restrictions over here does not mean that the next time I see you, I'm hoping that that would have been released and maybe that would reveal another restriction somewhere else. Oh, so you're constantly evaluating and... Uh... Yeah, so you're bringing the, the craniosacral system into balance and homeostasis. So that's what you're really doing because you're optimizing really the nervous system. Right. So that's what it is, yeah. So it has... So because you're working with the nervous system, you're, you have direct relationships with other systems in the body too, okay. which is why it's so um, such a whole body approach because I have many times if I'm working with someone, say they're coming with neck pain. So I'm working on the neck and I'm working on, you know, maybe I'm working on the upper body head, you know, shoulders, whatever it is, but then I'll come back and I say, you know what? Funny thing is, is that I feel like they, they would suffer from gut issues. And they say, you know what? I'm feeling that my gut is feeling better, you know, or, mm. or something unrelated that they came in for. Mm. That's very, and they may, they may come back with that type of observation. So, yeah. so, so who do you do with everybody, every one of your patients you see? Do they receive cranial therapy or do you pick certain patients that maybe could do with that? Um, yeah, I mean, since since I am in a hospital cell setting, I do have to treat them in terms of physical therapy. But yeah. I, do, I do try to, um, if they are appropriate and I feel that they may benefit from it, I will do cranial work with them. Um, but it is difficult because we only have half an hour to see someone and right. it actually is a process, you know? So, but I do love it and I do try, and I think you can get a lot done in 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really a very, it's, I, cause I am, I'm also a, a certified yoga instructor and mm -hmm. I do a lot of mind body practices. So I do a lot of love um, breath work you yeah. know, a lot of just bringing that parasympathetic nervous system down, you yeah. know, a lot of imagery, a lot of um, kind of mind body scanning and things like that, because, you know, when I have a patient on the table and it's actually very relaxing to them, you know, you're really not doing anything. And so as a patient, you know, I'm, and so they may fall asleep some of one of the benefits like it actually really allows your system and your body to really relax and decompress and and that's a good thing because that means that the there's a lot more fluid kind of getting pumped around and it just nourishes the brain you know and just really it's um 
it's a great way to kind of bring down the anxiety and like that yeah. tension that they feel. Right yeah. now, actually, I kind of got the impression from those two. You sent me two videos of the Ricky Williams Foundation about his Brooklyn Upledger Institute in Miami. So are you in yes. one of Miami? Sorry? Is there, is there more than one or just one in Miami? Miami or... Um, yeah, there was, I think both the videos I sent you, they were yeah. at the up, they were in Miami, yeah, because yeah. Ricky Williams is the one that's yeah. really starting the foundation. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good video kind of having you see... How yeah, much all the football, all the football players came in. And just, yeah, 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 and how even though it was a chronic, they had chronic symptoms. Yeah, they felt a lot of change within themselves, and how physically, you know, their gait changed, you know, musculoskeletal, their mood changed, right? And so, it's really, um, it's very uplifting, you know. Yeah, and actually, yeah. yeah, because you sent me also me commentary by Doctor Eric Liskowitz. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name at all correctly, but uh, yeah. it looks looks right. Um, so yeah. yeah, he was saying that the uh, that there's a, definitely some unnamed need or some some benefit from craniosacral therapy in say CT brain injury concussion, maybe long term brain injury patients, especially in the NFL is where he got as most of his data from. Seem to be really yeah. Yeah, and I think I think you know from his article and his commentary, he was just saying that there just needs to be a little bit more research about it, right? Because yeah. there are there's definitely see the benefits, but you know I'm sure like the medical community research, they it just they want you know it, it just more research needs to be done, and but there's definitely benefits, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah. And, you know, I know that the Upledger Institute, they did uh, some of the um, some of the therapists there, they actually did um, um, a study. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, so they did a study in the Medical Acupuncture Journal in 2017, um, you know, where they treated, like, military service members, veterans, and some athletes, right, with craniosacral therapy and visceral manipulation, just to just to bring to attention of how this could be like a an alternate treatment intervention yeah. for these folks. There's so yeah. much. So there's all there's so much study and so much in the brain. There's also so little in all about it that who knows what what not who should say like that, but. Who, there's there's many therapies that could work. We just need to give uh, some more more chance more chance to. And uh, you also yeah. you are you are a physiotherapist by training. And so yes. do, you, do you see many concussed or brain injury patients in your outpatient therapy clinic on a daily basis? Or yeah, so you know, with my coworker Corey, who you yeah. interviewed the other day, so we have. Um, with some other practitioners starting a concussion program at Mount Sinai. Yeah, and missed, so, program there, yeah. yeah, so, so it's, so it's in the works and um, seeing some concussion patients and what 
I wanted to bring to the table was craniosacral therapy to the concussion program because I feel it's just a really nice um, treatment approach and adjunct to the to encompass their whole you know treatment because it is multidisciplinary. Yeah, and um, I feel that especially with the patients I'm seeing right now. Um, you know, you have your musculoskeletal issues, you know, they have the neck pain, they have headaches, but they also have a lot of anxiety, you know, and, and so how do you bring those anxiety down? How can you do um, visual motor testing, ocular motor testing, if they are too symptomatic yeah, and they're too anxious? Yes. Yeah. So we need to bring that nervous system down a bit, you know, so, so that they can be in a place where their body is not on that activated mode, you know, so that alarm system isn't like on high. And so that's where craniosacral therapy comes in. You know, you, you can help balance that nervous system and in, so you're doing that, but also you could be optimizing other systems to help so maybe to help, you know, with their overall mobility, you know, and an outlook so that maybe they can go ahead and now do visual vision therapy. Yeah. You know, they can get the treadmill to do the testing, you know. Right. No, because yes, yeah. even though there's this, you sent me, uh, I don't know, it was Dr. Upledger or uh, Mr. Brian Upledger, or his name was, but. Uh, John Upledger. John, John, I don't know if it's Brian, but then. But uh, John Blitchers said that it's not it's not like a patient for for physical therapy or for for physio or for whatever for any sort of treatment, but it's just a junk to as you're saying the junk to any of their treatment they may may benefit. They have that. yeah, yeah. It's not replacing anything. It's just an adjunct, and it could be a really nice tool to really just help kind of facilitate someone's health and just their just healing really you know yeah so um so yeah so i i do feel that um you know i would i you know my passion is really to kind of keep working on 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 my patients who have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> but they feel they feel great you know they feel um I don't know they don't they don't they can't explain it but I'll give you an example so I have yeah. um many patients who will come to me uh, a lot of my colleagues will um at the hospital will give me patients who maybe with traditional therapy just has not helped right okay. and so they feel you know what Tracy can you just do some cranial sacral I think they may because sometimes there's a, an emotional component to to their um, healing right and so there is a component um in um cranial sacral where, oh, can, can, where can, can you tell if that patient is say mostly emotionally needs some like they maybe their emotion is bigger part of their their injury their their treatment than and well you know sometimes you hear those patients where they're so stressed you know like my yeah. back pain is worse when i'm stressed yeah you know yeah. Or you know what, um, you know, and and when I when I was on vacation, I had no back pain. But when I get to work, I have back pain, <laughs> you know. And yeah. but it, you know, so there's something going on that you don't, you know, you just don't know, right? Yeah. But um, but there is um, a component of uh, cranial work where 
we call somatoemotional release. And that's um, in Upledger's terms is a therapeutic process that um, uses and expands on the principles of craniosacral therapy. And it's to help rid the mind and body of residual effects of trauma, right? So a lot of the times that I could just be listening, I could have my hands on a, a person kind of doing a release, but I'm kind of listening to the tissues. That's what we call listening, just kind of. Yeah. And then, but also I'm allowing them to talk. And so there is a way where if something is significant to that person on the table and my hands are on them, when the rhythm stops, that is significant to them. And so what I'll do, and it's called therapeutic dialoguing is that, I would have them continue talking about what they're talking and to kind of cue them. And then if the rhythm comes back on, that means that we straight off whatever is significant. So um, in, you know, during, so what they call that is you, their body is bringing something that's unconscious to the consciousness. And so the body is telling me that. And so I kind of, kind of reel them in, you know, and try to dissect that. And if there's, if there's something that's very um, traumatic that comes up, that's something that I may refer to them and say, hey, do you, do you have a therapist? You know, okay. you know, um, and they say, yeah, I do. You know, so at least I know because that's not my role, right, as a yeah. therapist. But yeah. But it does kind of overlap in terms of because I'm doing kind of body work. I'm tuning in into their body to kind of know what's going on. And I know there's a lot of research now in terms of how our body stores emotions, right? And kind of like whenever you have trauma, we can kind of hold that. A cell has, each cell has memory. And yeah. so our but we may not consciously remember that, but our body does. So, um, so I'll give you an example. Say, for example, um, if I'm treating someone, they have shoulder pain, like they're frozen shoulder for some reason, right? They're like frozen shoulder. We don't know. So I'm working on the shoulder and I'm working cranially. Like I'm maybe around their shoulder, thorax yeah. and they're, and then all of a sudden, the body, they remember, oh, I remember I was in a car accident. Yeah. I said, oh, really? You know, so, so we start to remember. And then the seatbelt was right across the shoulder. Yeah. So once they start remembering that, what happens is that, oh, I got more motion now. Yeah. Because they realized it's kind of like they expelled that memory. Mm. So it's very interesting. Yeah, it does. It's very talk. fascinating. Sounds very interesting. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, the body is, and so the the paradigm is the body has its own inner wisdom, but we just, and it knows how to heal and what it needs, but we just have to listen right. to our bodies. Um, and a lot of times we're just in our heads and we beat our bodies down, you know, and um, and that's where we have to kind of step back and we say, be nice to your body. You only have one of them, you know? Yeah. 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 That's all like, it's like yoga, same thing, same way, like the fight or flight, leave the rare sympathetic, you're saying just to kind of just let go of things. And Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I was just yeah. Med- meditating too, and that's I started, started meditating, and that's the same thing. It's just, just it's yeah. a great way just to let things let not let things go like think that's so simple, but you know, like just to Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost um allowing that memory or emotion to expel, right? Yeah. To recognize it, but you don't need to have it, you know. Um, not control you, but you don't, yeah. you know, you can let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. Yeah. Sorry, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, sorry. But, not- um... Yeah, I know. So, uh, oh, PT. Yeah, I mean, I really love. Um, you know, I think some people ask me, um, you know, how how do I balance that? What's the difference between traditional PT and then craniosacral therapy? Yeah, right. And how do I juggle that? But and the difference. And I feel that a lot of times when I went to PT school many, many moons ago, um, you know, we, we work with, you know, you, you get a prescription yeah. and it says left shoulder pain. So yeah. we have to work on the left shoulder, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and then we're, and we're kind of bound down by insurances where they're saying, okay, if I'm working on my right, the right hip, they're not going to, you know, so it's almost like we have to, it's a body mm-hmm. part. We're treating a body part, but I think nowadays, and I think, it's it's it has expanded that we really need to work it's it's everything's connected right and so one thing a key component the difference with physical therapy and cranial work is that physical therapy was very left brain minded and then cranial sacral therapy is very right brain because we have to trust what our hands feel right you know and it's very light touch so 
um, and it can be very subtle. So then you can start second guessing yourself a lot of times, you know. Yeah. Um, and another another difference is physical therapy. Um, a lot of the techniques are very direct techniques techniques you know we're doing joint mobilizations we're really getting in we're doing yeah. something to the body and with craniosacral therapy we actually it's more indirect we're not doing anything to the body we're facilitating release so it's, it's a little different like we're following the tissues right. so that's we call an indirect technique yeah yeah um yeah so so it's really a lot of um trusting in you know my hands and what I feel and um but the more I learn about this and a lot of a lot of other osteopathic methods it's the body is such an amazing yeah thing, it is you know it yeah you a good chance yeah so yeah. so where where can people if people are people, I'm sure people are because I know I am but Martian is up in necessary upledger, but probably the upledger and craniosacral work. I will I would I was thinking that I want to tweet out or release those 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 links, those videos of the Freelance Foundation. But if I do it now, people won't like right now, this podcast is on next Tuesday. So it would be a week before people be like, what are these links? They don't have heard this podcast then before. So I guess maybe once you're listening to this podcast, I will tweet out and I will include in my in description of this podcast the videos from the regular Breaker Williams Foundation and the article commentary by Dr. Eric Leskowitz. And uh, and yeah, and that's right. But do can you any more any sites or any links, anything that you can say to to promote, say to show where people, if you want to know more about craniosacral therapy or the Upledger Institute, where can they find that stuff? Yeah, I mean, really to go to the Upledger site is upledger.com, U-P-L-E-D-G-E-R.com. And they have a slew of information. And if you search in concussion, they'll bring you to that site where they did the concussion study and they have a lot of articles and resources and that you can look up about craniosacral therapy um so um yeah so that that would be the best place excellent to yeah great mm-hmm. and and to concussion and masane for you and Corlewis and you and others your demasane concussion do you have a way you have a page no so we're going to yeah. find out more about the outpatient rehab or, or the concussion program in Mount Yes, yes. And, you know, they can email me at tracy.lynn at mountsinai.org if they have any questions okay. about the concussion or even cranial sacral therapy, you know. And, um, yeah, or even on my, my webpage, too, they have, you know, I have some information there about, what is your webpage is just like from your page. just just a yeah. physiotherapist tracy lynn l-i-n yeah. yeah and you can do tracy lynn um pt dot um at gmail.com okay. it's my email but i can um and my web page is um 
www.iahp.com and then forward slash Tracy Lynn PT. And I can email you. Oh, yes, I did that. IAP.com slash Tracy Lynn. But I'll include that also in the description Tracy's Tracy's uh, website and also her email. And it's Corey said last week, it's email Corey Lewis. And uh, Corey Lewis, I don't want to say his name, but it's on my top because his, his email actually is wrong. But I have things of one in there. For me, that's interesting. Corey Lewis. Yeah, one. I think it's Corey.Lewis. Oh, God, that's something. I, see, see, um, and anyway, uh, yeah, but, well, uh, I will do that in, the, in Bell Tracy's email and her website in the description and also upload your upload your website and uh if there are any questions about, about concussions or craniosacral craniosacral work email tracy and if you have anything any questions about concussions i can email corey or tracy or mm-hmm. do you have a website on time for for concussions for the concussion for concussion program um, or is it still in the works or I think it's still potential. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's still. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, I learned so much about it, and I'm still a bit not, I know exactly, but I still want to learn more about it. So, and uh, so thank you so much, Tracy, for taking the time to explain to me and everyone else listening what the, what is cranial cycle therapy and why it's so beneficial to people with brain injury or concussion. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, thank you for having me and allowing me to explain to you what it is. Yeah, so it's great. Everyone should need a little bit of cranial work <laughs> now and again. All right. Balance yeah. us. All right. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. 
quince.com slash style. 